Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. For more information and to donate online, go to 3cr.org.au. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We advocate for secure, affordable and appropriate housing. So listen up on the second and fourth Wednesday of the month at 5.30pm on 3CR 855 on your AM dial. I'm Pam and Fiona and I are co-hosting Raise the Roof today. We're going to be talking about the Molly Hadfield Awards. Yeah, so um, the with the Molly Hadfield and the Francis Pennington Awards mm-hmm. um, are two awards that are to honour the um, the achievements of people living in public and community housing. So the Francis Pennington Award is an individual who is a public or community housing tenant or a group of tenants who have made an outstanding voluntary contribution to their community. Um, and the award honours the late Frances Pennington, who apparently was the commissioner, um, the housing commissioner, and she was the first woman appointed to a board of a statutory authority in Victoria, which is pretty incredible. And that's good. Yeah, and she was also a really strong advocate for women in housing estates, um, and she really supported public housing and the and the tenants there, and sparked a lot of community involvement. And the Molly Hadfield Award is the other award that we're talking about today. And Molly Hadfield, of course, is close to the hearts of the people from Housing for the Aged Action Group. Um, She was one of the founding members and her daughter is now on our committee. Um, She was a dedicated advocate for public housing tenants for many, many years. Um, And so, yeah, I went to Parliament House to go to the award ceremony on the 27th of Feb. Mm-hmm. And there was 35 nominations for the Francis Pennington Award. Wow. Yeah. Um, and eight nominations for the Molly Hadfield Award. And so every single person that got nominated was called up by the minister, Richard Wynne, um, to get up on stage um, to accept the kind of certificate to acknowledge their nomination. Oh, lovely. Yeah, it was really great. Um, and then each of those awards had two commendations or runners-up. Um, and they got certificates um, from Francis Pennington's nephew and also Molly Hadfield's daughter, Sue Marino, who's mm-hmm. our treasurer. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was quite a few of us from HAG there at the ceremony. Um, our chairperson was there. Our vice chair, Chris Spark, was there. Um, and we also nominated Vanessa Hart, who was on the show a few months ago talking about – actually, only a couple of weeks ago now um, – talking about her um, community involvement. So we – so we um, nominated her as well, and she was supported there by Gemma, our community education worker, and as well as her neighbour. Um, also, it was great to see Royal there because he was on our committee for a little while too, mm-hmm. and he was nominated for one of the oh, awards. Wasn't he? Oh, wasn't yeah. good. So um, the new Minister for Housing, Richard Wynne, was there, and he talked about how important it is to have public housing and how important public housing tenants are as, a, as community members, which was nice. So I took a few interviews while I was there with some of the nominations, some of the nominees. So um, one of those people we're going to hear from first, uh, her name is Susan McColl and she lives down in Winteringham um, in the over 55s housing estate in Williamstown. And mm-hmm. so she was nominated for both the Francis Pennington and the Molly Hadfield Award, and she got commendations for both. So she was up on stage quite a bit, um, and, yeah, I got an interview with her. 
So uh, let's have a listen to um, to the interview. Mm. Yeah. I'm Fiona. Oh, g'day. What's your name? Susan Mary McCall. And whereabouts do you live? Williamstown North. And so we're here today in, at Parliament House in pretty fancy surroundings. Um, and you were the recipient of an award today. Yes. Um, can you tell me a little bit about what you do and why you were nominated for that award? Well, what happened was, is, um, I was coming back from the doctor and, and Linda said, Oh, geez, I'm in a panic. I've got to do peel the spuds. I said, oh, I'll help. This is coming two and a half years ago. And anyway, we get in the community and we said, was that it? A couple of spuds? <laughs> I remember that. And anyway, I helped dish up and she was, oh, geez, you've, see, I've worked in um, restaurants, cafes, blah, 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 all that, so I know. And, um, and ever since then, I've been doing it. And, you know, I'd take my little trolley up before I had me hip. Yeah. You know, and um, get all the groceries, get back, all, you know, and this and that, and run around and, you know, boss and everyone. And <laughs> <laughs> so you work in the kitchen. Yeah. And yeah. so every is it every day or every week? How often? No, Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. And so you make, the, make meals for... Make meals, do sweets, um, you know, and they love it. Yeah. They love my cooking, you know. And is it all the people that live in Williamstown uh, on the estate that come down to eat the meals? Yes. Yeah. But you can bring maybe, you know, like your mother or your daughter. Yeah, you know, so, yeah, it's great. That, I love it. Yeah. I really love it. And how many people do you reckon you'd feed every week? Oh, it varies. Sometimes 18, 15, um, you know. Christmas time uh, last year it was 35. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, and what sort of stuff do you cook? Oh, look, they love my meatloaf, suicide... Um, vegetables, you yeah. know, spuds. I love mashed potatoes. And, and and whereabouts do you get all the food from to cook? Oh, just up at Safeway or Coles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So, yeah. And so you've been doing it for two and a half years, yeah. and you got nominated for the award today. Yeah. Yeah. So you got the award from the minister. Yeah. Have you ever been to Parliament House before? Never. What do you reckon? Beautiful. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. I mean, I mean, when they said it was in the Queen's room, I thought, oh, yeah, just a room, but this is like a whole city. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like a bit of a palace, isn't it? <laughs> a palace, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. And how long have you lived down in Williamstown for? Four and a half years. Yeah, and is, yeah. It, is it a good community down oh, there? Oh, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your face tells another story. <laughs> Oh, that you will. <laughs> I'll be in trouble. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for talking thank to me you. today. And, yeah. and congratulations on the award. Oh, and thank you. And, no worries. And it's not just me. It's, it's all the ladies in the office. Um, Linda, Sarah, thank you. I'm just pleased to Laura. She helps me. You know, it's not just me. Yeah, she, uh, she comes in and helps. Yeah. And gets in the way. <laughs> it's a team it's a team effort yeah, yeah. yeah. okay great thank, thank you. you thank you so much yeah so that was we were just listening to susan mccall and you're on raise the roof the housing for the aged action group radio show which mm-hmm. is on 855 on 3cr um so now we're going to hear from joan mitchell so joan lives up in shepparton and she received a commendation for the molly hadfield award she's been living in public housing for about 40 years and she was nominated for her work in the Let's Get Connected program, which provides social connections for residents of public housing estates in oh, Shepparton. Okay. Yeah, so um, let's listen to Joan. Mm. 
What's your name? Joan Mitchell. And whereabouts do you live? Shepparton. Shepparton. So we're here at Parliament House for the Molly Hadfields Award and you just won uh, the commendation. Yeah. So can you tell me a little bit about what it is that you do and why you were nominated and why you won the award? Well, we have a group up in Shepparton which we call the Let's Get Together group. We have um, barbecues every eight weeks for the community. Um, We've been doing it now for 10, 12 years. we have uh, anything up to 50, 60 people come to help out the community. We charge $4 for it. Uh, we've done a lot of fundraisers as well. So, yeah, yeah. And so the sorts of people that come to you, do they have much of a social life up there? or No, a lot of them don't. A lot of them, uh, we have it in an elderly people's unit. There's a room there which is called the Phyllis Newton Room. And a lot of those residents don't talk to each other, but they'll come out to the barbecue and they'll sit around and talk to each other. Yeah, so yeah. it's really important for them for for connecting with yeah, other people. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what gave you the idea to get to kick it off? Uh, well, we, had a, um, we were having the um, neighbourhood renewal done at the time and uh, David Carlisle from the, the MIF group, he said that we need to do something to keep, get people connected and he was the one that named the Let's Get Together group and he gave us some funding and that started it off. Yeah and so when you're raising money how what's the sort of ways that you raise money up there? Well usually through the barbecue or we'll have a garage sale. Yeah Yeah. and and is it successful? It has been successful yes yes. Okay so for people that live in Melbourne or maybe live in other parts of Australia and don't know about Shepparton um, would you be able to tell us a little bit about where it is and and what sort of what's what's the town like? Uh, well, Shepton's about 180 k's from Melbourne. Uh, it's in the middle of the fruit-growing uh, district. We have the pears and the apples and all that up there. It's in season at the moment. It's quite a big town and it's quite you've got everything there you need. And, and yeah, it's quite a nice little town. And how much public housing is there out there? Oh, there's a fair bit in Shepparton. I'm not sure how much, but there's quite a lot. Yeah, and so this award is for, for people, for older people in public housing. In public housing, Are yeah. most of the people that live in public housing older people? No, no, you have a lot of younger people up there as well, yeah, yeah. The group won um, the Molly Hadfield Award about two years ago, I think it was, yeah. yeah. And, and did a few of you come down for that? Yes, I think there was four of us came down for that, yeah. And so you got to meet the Minister today. Have you met Mr Mr Wynne before? I have. I came down years ago when I first started and someone nominated me and I come down and I met him then as well. And how long have you lived in, in, in the public housing up in Shepparton for? Um, it'll be 40 years in October. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you're definitely a long term. I'm, I'm a, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a long term. They'll have to carry me out. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for, for ch- taking the time to chat with me today and congratulations on the award. Thank you very much. Thank you. Right, thank you. Hi. How are you going? Well, thank you. Now, what's your name? Andrea Sweeney. And whereabouts do you live? I live in Shepparton. Okay, so today we're here at Parliament House in um, Victoria, in Melbourne, mm-hmm. and you have just won the Molly Hadfield Award. No, the Francis Pennington oh, Award. Oh, you won the Francis Pennington Award. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so can you tell me a little bit about what it is that you do to be nominated and why you, why you won the award? Well, I've been working with and around public tenants now since 1991, and... Um, in that time, I've joined very many groups on a volunteer basis, also been a paid community development worker. Um, and at, at this particular time in my life, I'm on the um, board of the community house and of RISE, which is a 
a group for disabilities, for kids with disabilities. And so can you tell me a little bit about the, the community development work on the estate that you do? Well, I haven't, haven't done it for a while. Um, last time I did any, I guess, was been 19... No, 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 it would have been 2012 on the Shepparton Neighbourhood Renewal Project. Yeah. Yeah, so. And, and is, is it the work in Shepparton that you got um, the award for today or was it the work with the disabilities group? Uh, it was the work from 1991 onwards. Yeah. From all those years of doing voluntary work. Yeah. Years and years and years of it. But very rewarding and I've got jobs through it. Um, and I would recommend anyone do voluntary work if they ever possibly can. Yeah, and so what do you think it means to be acknowledged for all of those years of work? It's very humbling, very, very humbling. I'm kind of, oh, still a bit stunned. Still a bit stunned because you don't expect that. You don't do it for the recognition. You do it for the feel of the community and the need in the community. So, no, I'm humbled. Thank you. Would you be able to tell me a little bit about, so for people that don't live in Melbourne maybe or who don't, aren't familiar with the area, can you tell us a little bit about Shepparton and, and the public housing estate up there? Well, the, the public housing's kind of spread out a little bit more up there. It's not, there's a lot on in one particular area at the moment, but when Neighbourhood Renewal came along, they've, of course they knocked a lot of the um, intensive living things down. So it's been spread out a little bit, but there's really nothing to say. It's just mixed in with other people, and we're just people like anybody else. We just happen to be public tenants. We happen to be lucky and privileged enough to have safe and comfortable housing over our heads. And are there lots of older people that live up, up there yeah, in Shepparton? Yeah, yeah, there's quite a lot of elderly people up there. I live in elderly people's units myself. Yeah. And look, they're lovely, and I don't have a problem... People aren't all lovely. They never are. I mean, wherever you live, there's always going to be a problem. But, you know, generally speaking, the people are pretty good and I, I enjoy my life up there. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And and the, it's a fruit-growing area. Well, yes, but that's, of course, becoming less and less as the drought's getting worse and worse and talks of SPC being closed down. So, I mean, it's, it's, a, a, it's a place that's in a lot of trouble at the moment temporarily because historically Shepparton people just pull their socks up and move along anyway. Yeah, yeah. And so in the community, is, is it important that there's an opportunity for people to get together in, in those sorts of drought times? Oh, or how do they support each other? Well, absolutely. Look, I don't have a lot to do with people in drought because, I mean, like, it's a town. It's not like a big farm. Um, but um, I'm there for people if they need me because the community house, which is what I'm really part of, that's there for people. If they need us, we're there. That's all there is to it, you know. They don't have to look any further. And I've always got a shoulder to cry on. That's great. Well, thank you so much for taking the time and congratulations on the award. It's really great. Thank you very much. Thank you. So the winner of the Molly Hadfield Award Mm -hmm. was Erica Lodge. Um, And she is a president of the Tenants Advisory Group and president of the Kensington 78 Seniors Club. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's a real dynamo. I went out to the Kensington High Rise. Great place. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And it's a really interesting estate. It's got mixed um, public and housing as well as um, private. Mm. But 
the tenure doesn't matter for Erica. She's all over it. She's in and out, making sure everyone's okay, knocking on people's doors if she hasn't seen them for a while. And she's definitely a pillar of the community. So uh, last week I went out and interviewed her um, and I spoke to a couple of her friends and colleagues as well. There's a bit of background noise here because they were making a community meal. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. so let's have a listen to that and, and hear from um, Erica Lodge. Good. Can I have something to eat? Yeah. yeah. We treat our reporters. <laughs> that's called that's called blackmail. Okay, this one's a bit. Hang on, hang on, hang on, please. Wait, wait, wait. Can you tell me about how this program started? It was to try and help folk who are living on their own um, cook meals for themselves, you know, and healthy meals. But it's sort of, it's morphed into something much bigger than that. And it's a social outing for people. It's a meal. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And Erica has been critical in that by getting people to come, identifying people and getting people to come. So she's a pillar of her community, a linchpin. She knows everyone who's in need. She knows what their needs are. Everyone rings her whenever they've got a problem. She's just wonderful. Incredibly generous. What's the sort of things that she does day to day for the community? Well, for example, someone just called her because their son had to go to hospital and they had to walk his dog before he left, so she had to sit with him while they waited for the ambulance. Yeah. So, Erica, while you're chopping the bananas here, um, (laughs) tell me, how do you find people to participate in the program? It's not so much as getting people to participate, it's to make them feel that um, they're most welcome. they're not isolated and it's also to bring the community together so you've got to try and bring them all together and the best way to do it is through food (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely so um, I'm a president of 78 seniors club which was uh, more or less brought up here when I came in I've been here 12 years now and um we do a $2 meal day. With the $2 people pay, they get soup, main meal and sweets, which I cater for. And that's for everybody on this state. That's amazingly cheap. Where do you source all your food from? Um, yeah, um, we in, I end up going to Footscray Market. We had second bite, but they shifted now, and I don't own a car. So it's all on a shoestring budget. Yeah. So it's really good. So you get on the bus or the train and yeah. pop down to Footscray Markets and get all the food and bring it back here and then, and then who cooks the food? I do. Yeah? You prep, cook, wash. I've refused to do the dishes, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. <laughs> yeah. And so when people, when people come down into the community centre, how do they find out about the program? Do they just hear about word of mouth or do you encourage them? All three. And plus we leave up notices. We give people plenty of time. Um, with the 78 Seniors Club, we've got members. We help them out for a lunch, free lunch, with all the money. We get our finance through Melbourne City Council, which is good, so they help us with our food as well. And, um, you know, we go out for meals, we go out for a ride, you know, all little things, the movies. Yeah. And and so how, how many people live on this estate? Um, that... Well, it's a mixed estate. We've got private as well as um, public housing, and it's around 5,000. 5,000 people? Yes. And, and how many people would come to a, a weekly lunch here? Um, 
well, on Thursdays we get the range from 20 to 50, and that's the same on um, $2 meal days. Uh, at Christmas, it's a different story. It's an emotional time for everybody. They reminisce on what they had, lost, and hope, you know. Um, we get about 90. Um, last year was the first time that I ended up having Boxing Day meal. And, you know, it was really good. You know, we'd come and all sit and talk and everything. You know, there's people that had their homes, lost their homes, had a life before coming into a high-rise. Mm. And it's reminiscent of the past. Some lose families, some lose, like myself, you know, Christmas is an emotional time, especially for me because I've lost two children. And, you know, it's hard sometimes, you know. But I'm lucky I've got a beautiful daughter and three grandsons and one granddaughter. And my daughter, you know, she's really terrific. I couldn't ask for anything more. You know, she gives me hope mm. to, and hope to live. Yeah. Um, I've been homeless for two years. I had a burnout. So I know what it's like to live on the streets. And I was lucky enough to hit the right people. Mm. Um, I think the first couple of days I didn't know where I was and that and living on the streets was a different type of survival. All you worried about was when, where's your next meal coming from? As soon as it's daylight, you're up and moving. I had a little niche next door to the St Kilda toilets. Um, the council guys came and opened it every, every day, seven o'clock. I'd go in and rush in and have a quick wash and everything. And then I'll start moving. And being homeless taught me two things. Not to be judgmental and also humanity. So because I live in a high-rise, doesn't stop me from circulating and saying, come on, let's get together. Let's be, you know, be friendly. What you put out there is what you get back. If you're a bitch, you get at the bitchy people. <laughs> but if you're generous with your time and effort, you get a lot of people that... You know, appreciate it. Yeah. And that's all you that's all I ask. I'm not there to glorify myself or anything. It's there to help people less fortunate than myself. Mm. That's all it boils down to. So it just goes to show no matter who or what you are, you can hit rock bottom. And when you hit rock bottom, hopefully there's someone there to give you a helping hand to help you. Not make it difficult but to help you. Mm. Um I've been in a lot of organisations. Yes, I'm still going for affordable housing for everybody, every man, woman and child. But it's so hard when money talks and bullshit walks. Mm -hmm. You've got to overcome all this bureaucratic bullshit. I tell you, that's why 12 years later I'm still talking about affordable housing and nothing's happened. Mm. You know, all these big businesses and big corporations that build all these high-rises, all for the mighty dollar. What happened to the small person? No-one's there for us. I'm just one person out of thousands. What, what would you say to those people that have things to say, negative things to say about public housing? Well, it's like most people that criticise other people that don't know. It's the fear of the unknown. And not only that, there is a stigma to housing, public housing and everything else. But hang on a minute, we're human. 
we end up helping to establish Australia too when we were working, paying our tax. We're no, no different and no better than anybody else. Mm. It's just that we hit rock bottom. Mm. And the way I look at it, come and spend the day with us. Then criticise. Don't criticise something you don't know. So, I'm, do you want to keep chopping your banana as we yes, go? Um, so, <laughs> so this is an estate that's a mix of public and private together. Um, that seems to be the way of the future. What, how do you think it works? Well, during the week, the private's all at work, and it's good. Um, during the weekend, we see them, hello, how are you? And that's how you get to know everybody. It's neighbourly, hello, take care. You know, I, on my level off floor, I live in the penthouse, I've got terrific neighbours. If I don't see them, I'll knock on the door and say, are you all right? I just want a bit concerned. I haven't seen them for a while. You know, and that's how it should be all the time. Not because you're rich or poor and you bring in the money. Oh, right, hang on, I'm in a Rolls Royce. I take a public bus. What's the diff? That's the way it should be. Neighbour helps neighbour. Not the money. Bugger the money. Mm. You can't take it with you when you die. That's the thing. Mm. You know? And I do have a, a mind full of useless information <laughs> too. So I do help that way, you know? If they wanted assistance, free teeth or whatever. Yeah. So you can help people navigate through where to get info. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of people, it can be overwhelming for them just to deal with the daily basis, you know? You can help them that way, you mm. know? Um, and every little bit helps, you know? Yeah. It doesn't matter who or what you are. It helps. Mm. You know, uh, I remember um, one of the guys that was homeless with me, he said, all I need is someone to say, hello, how are you? And it's made my day. And that's true. A smile goes a long way. That's all it needs, to smile. And if you can help your neighbours, help them. I'm going to ask you one last question, and that is, last time I saw you, we were at Parliament House. It's a bit of a fancy do. Um, what did you think about the award and the ceremony and, and going into Parliament House? What were your impressions? Overwhelming. Um, I didn't think I'd win the award because it's throughout Victoria. And when I did... You know, I was more or less stunned more than anything else. And I accepted my reward after uh, my award after Richard went, and I sat down and started to cry. I never expected myself to shed tears because I've had so many awards and so many recognition. I just accept it, that's it, and just go on to the next event in my life. But it was overwhelming, and... I felt so proud that, you know, that um, I should be recognised as a great achievement. Mm, yeah. Because it's a, everything's volunteer, you don't expect that type of recognition, and especially in the high place too. And, um, yeah, I felt really special about it, really proud too. Yeah, you should. It was really great. It was really well-deserved by the sound of it. So thanks so much for chatting with me today. Um, is there any other messages you'd like to have for our listeners? Take one day at a time and treat the people the way you like to be treated. Thank you. Thanks, Erica. Yeah, I know, but the trouble is that'll go soon enough. <laughs>
Did you count the plates, Esther? No. No. Oh, no, you didn't. Okay, so that was um, that was Erica. She was yeah. the winner of the Molly Hadfield Award. Congratulations, Erica. Yeah, and congratulations mm. to the other runners-up as well and winners. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Susie McColl, Joan Mitchell, and Andy Sweeney. And thanks yeah. and thanks so much for interviewing, letting me interview you as well. Well done. And it's time for us to say goodbye, isn't it? Yeah. Mm, so th- thanks, Pam. <laughs> and thanks to our listeners. And we'll see you again next fortnight. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.